Life is an epic journey. Live it unleashed. Hey, fellow journeyers, Jeremy here. Welcome back to the Living Unleashed podcast. Here at Living Unleashed, we are intentionally shaping our lives that we might experience the passionate life that God has for us. It is a life that is defined by hope, filled with joy, marked by peace, and walks in freedom. And we are doing that as we travel here in season two, as we journey with Luke through Luke and Acts. Today, we're reading Luke chapter seven. That's Luke chapter seven. I hope you've really been uh, enjoying these reads and these conversations that we have on the podcast. There is nothing that will impact your life more each and every day than spending time with Jesus, reading his word, praying, interacting with uh, other devotional material and thoughts on Jesus, just to help to guide our thoughts and get them firmly focused and locked on him for the day. And uh, so I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're on this journey with us. And uh, if you have any comments, please leave them in the comment section on the website, on the Facebook posts, or in the review section of iTunes. So let's launch into Luke chapter 7. All right. Here in Luke chapter 7, we have two things that uh, uh, bracket this um, chapter. Both of them, it starts and ends with accounts that deal with faith. As a matter of fact, if you've noticed, there's been a slight shift in the focus that Luke has. In the first uh, four or five chapters, there was a lot to be said about the Holy Spirit. We learn within those chapters, there's a real hard push on how the Holy Spirit is at the center of all of this. The Holy Spirit is at the center of all the movement, all the initiation of what's going on, constantly guiding the narrative. Now, it doesn't mean that the Holy Spirit has stopped doing that, but Luke has gone on now to focus on a different component. And in these last couple of chapters, we find that one of the components that rises to the top is the idea of faith. And so we want to struggle and wrestle with what does Luke mean? What is he trying to convey as he talks about faith? Well, we have two accounts here in Luke chapter 7 that deal with faith. The first account here is the faith of the Roman centurion, the Roman officer. He has a sick slave, so he sends an entourage of people to go and get Jesus. But as Jesus gets closer, he sends another messenger out and says, hey, listen, I'm not even worthy to have you in my home. Just you say the word from right there, and I know it'll happen. And, and the, the slave is healed. And, and Jesus' response to that in verse 9 is, when Jesus heard this, he was amazed. Turning to the crowd that was following him, he said, I tell you, I haven't seen faith like this in all Israel. And, and Jesus was amazed. I, 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 I want to live my life in such a way. I want to live my life in such a way that Jesus would be amazed by my faith. Now, I, I don't know that that's the case very often. I mean, I struggle just like everyone else does to, to walk in that constantly and have that absolute faith um, in uh, how God's going to act in each and every moment. Because, see, when we worry and we get anxious and we fret, we're not having faith. 
Uh, so, uh, but man, I want that to be, I'm yearning for that. That's part of living unleashed, getting to that place that I would like to amaze my Lord with my faith. Now, let's go on over for just a moment. At the end of the chapter, uh, there is this sinful woman. Jesus is invited to go to this Pharisee's house to eat. And while he's there, this woman comes in and um, she kneels down behind him and she washes his feet with her tears, wipes his feet with her hair, and then anoints, kisses his feet and anoints his feet with this expensive perfume. And there's this exchange between the Pharisee and the and uh, Jesus about um, the appropriateness of this. Uh, you know, she's a sinful woman. She shouldn't even be touching him. Um, but Jesus goes on and talks about the level by which of which we are forgiven. If when we're forgiven much, we love much in return. And he can, instead of looking at the woman's life prior, he instead points to the um, Pharisee and says, let's look at how she's loved me and how you've loved me. Because when you're forgiven much, then your response is different. So there's, there's this different response. But here's the point I really want to get to is at the very end. In the last verse, verse 50, it says, And Jesus said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Now, this brings about the, the uh, question of, of what is this faith, this faith that saved her? I want to read a definition to you. Uh, I want to read a definition to you. It comes from the Word Biblical Commentary uh, on, the, on Luke from an author named John Nolan. And here is what he says. Faith, in, in the Gospel of Luke, faith is attributed to the one who acts decisively on the basis of the conviction that God's help is to be found with Jesus and who responds in gratitude to God's gracious action. Okay, so faith, faith is attributed to the one who acts decisively on the basis of the conviction that God's help is to be found with Jesus. Just mull that over for a minute. Faith is acting decisively on the firm conviction that God's help, God's wisdom, God's um, um, provision, God's power, God's strength, God's mercy, God's grace is all available to us in Jesus. So a faith is an action. I think oftentimes we... We muster up the idea of faith it somehow being a, um, uh, a how we you know how we think if it's just mind over matter if we just if we just focus our minds just right. But faith is not just merely thinking. Now, naturally, you act based on how you're thinking. So there is that thought component, that heart component. But faith is an action. It's not a mindset. It's an action that 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 acts off of that mindset. It's, see, it's this action, this decisive, deliberate action that is based on the firm conviction. Now, there's the thinking, the firm conviction that God's 
power, strength, help, wisdom, provision, guidance, grace, mercy, forgiveness are all available to us in Christ, in Jesus. And so, you know, we are going to, um, we're, we're going to act differently. We're going to get up of a morning and we're not going to look at the day ahead of us with fear and anxiety or, or uh, the like. No, we're going to look at it in faith, moving into the day with, which is the action, the deliberate action to move in the day into the day with confidence under the firm conviction that as we go into this day, God's help, strength, provision, wisdom, guidance, direction, um, his grace, his mercy are all available to us in Jesus. And, and, and we're just going to not only move in, it says, with that conviction, but also in gratitude of God's action and how he's going to help us. We can tackle what we might see as even some of the most difficult, the most difficult um, um, things that Jesus asks of us, like loving our enemies, turning the other cheek, forgiving others, giving generously and freely to others. See, we can do all that not because of who we are, but because we live in faith that we can respond and do action what Jesus has commanded because we have the firm conviction that God's help, his strength, his power, his goodness, his mercy, his grace, his wisdom, his guidance, his direction are all available to us in Jesus. See, I can do what Jesus has commanded. That is an act of faith because it has nothing to do with what I can muster up inside myself. It has everything to do with the firm conviction that God is going to be there for me in Christ Jesus. And so therefore, I can do it with confidence. I can face the day with confidence. I can tackle the difficult moment with confidence. I can ask forgiveness with confidence. I can offer forgiveness with confidence. I can go into a conversation to try to bring reconciliation or find a solution in a difficult moment or with a difficult person because I have confidence in what God can do in Christ Jesus in me and through me. I can take care of whatever's going to come at me today, not because of who I am, but because of who Jesus is and because of what has been made available to me, I have the firm conviction that my Lord is not going to abandon me. I claim the promise that I am with you always, even to the very end of the age. And see, that's faith. That's faith. Now, please don't take that to the point of, th- of, of treating God like he's some genie in a lamp that if we just rub it, he comes out, and we ask for it, and we immediately get whatever we want. There's this relationship of working where we're listening for Jesus and, and, and things may not get taken care of exactly the way we wanted them taken care of in the timing that we wanted them taken care of. But faith is continuing to walk with God even when we don't understand why things are still going the way they are, but knowing that his strength is available to us in Jesus. 
that his endurance is available to us in Jesus. That is what we know, and that is what we claim. I hope you have faith today. Face this day in faith. Face this day knowing with the firm conviction that all of God's help, his power, his strength, his goodness, his mercy, his provision, his wisdom, his guidance are all available to you in Christ. And because of that, you can face anything. So, hey, I hope you have a great day. Come back tomorrow as we look at Luke chapter 8. Continue to keep your eyes firmly focused upon Jesus throughout each and every moment of today. And I just pray that you will keep on living unleashed.